You're listening to the Broadway Podcast Network. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hi, I'm Brad. And I'm Steven. We are the, the Broadway, Broadway Husbands. Husbands. You're all-American married couple making their living in the arts and pursuing a growing family. On the Broadway Husbands podcast, we offer advice from our ordinary lives under extraordinary circumstances. We are living proof that you can love who you love and love what you do. Make sure you subscribe to our podcast so you don't miss our weekly episodes. And if you really love us, make sure you leave a review on whatever podcast platform you listen to us on. Take a screenshot and tag us on Instagram at Broadway Husbands. Visit us on broadwayhusbands.com or check us out at the Broadway Podcast Network at bpn.fm backslash husbands. We are proud members of the Broadway Podcast Network. And if you want to support us, check us out at broadwaylifeapparel.com. If you're a fan of theater or a theater person, you will love our exclusive designs made by yours truly, and some of the purchases actually go to help the Actors Fund and other organizations during this time. So check out BroadwayLifeApparel.com. And Stephen, you're offering private ballet classes. So That's right. I am offering private ballet classes. Do you want to tell classes. people about it? Hey, yes. My name is Stephen. Like I said, <laughs> one half of the Broadway husband. I... I'm available for private ballet lessons. If you're looking to up level or if you're just looking to sweat, sweat or get in fifth position. Yeah, get in fifth position. Check me out at stevenarhanna.com. That's S T E P H E N R H A N N A dot com. Um, okay, so today we have kind of a fun little story. I guess what in what month was it? It was about... Was it October? Three weeks ago, maybe? No. It was, it was only three the, weeks ago? Yeah. It was only like three weeks ago. We... My niece, my 17-year-old niece, Taylor... Hey, Taylor. Hi, Taylor. Um, lives in Bridge City, where my brother lives, which is five minutes from Orange, which is where I went to high school. So it's a really small, small, small Texas town that is really... Ba- How, is it small? It's so small. It's like... <laughs> Ba- you know, everyone who lives there works in the oil refineries that surround the town that literally permeate the air and the light and everything. Like, there's always this awareness that there are oil refineries surrounding the town. Um, you can kind of see them everywhere there. Yeah, so, they really are everywhere. And um, and so 
that is Southeast Texas, and um, we she was play, she plays in the band. So we were gonna drive. It's about two hour drive from where we're staying here in Texas to see her play in her band. And, and it was homecoming, and it was homecoming night. So we thought it'd be a really nice treat for her, and it would make her really happy to see us. Um, and on the way there, you have to drive through Beaumont, Texas, which is the town that I spent a majority of my childhood and doing community theater. And I realized that Stephen had never really been downtown in Beaumont. He'd visited and we taught like a master class there once, really but briefly, like never yeah, really briefly. saw the town. Yeah, because it was dark out. Like I don't really remember yeah. seeing it. Yeah. So I was like, oh, well, while we're driving through, we should just pull over and I'll show you the theater, this old, cool, you know, vaudeville house that is downtown called the Jefferson Theater. It's gorgeous. And I thought it would be really cool for Stephen to see it and for me just to kind of, you know, reflect and, and remember. And so we stopped and we took this really, I think it came out really nice, this nice photo of us standing holding hands. And I made a post about how it's really cool to be back here with my husband. And I used to, you know, dream of having been on Broadway and and having met the man of my dreams. And here I am, like, holding I'm his hand. I'm the man of your dreams. Yeah. Holding his hand in front of this theater that I used to perform in. It was very cool. And we made the post. Not thinking anything of it. And then we go to the homecoming game. Side note, it was Bridge City, Texas. And, like, no one was wearing masks. And it was it was, it was very it was intimidating. Like an, like an alternate universe a little bit. Because, <laughs> I mean, A, like, I didn't go to a normal high school. So I never really experienced high school football anyway. But then this was, like, high school football in Texas. And then it was also like the alternate universe of like, wait, there's a pandemic going on because you would never have known it by what was happening. We were with my parents and we were all wearing masks and we stayed on the outfield. Yeah. So we really didn't even go near the people, but you could see the stands were packed with hundreds of people um, all wearing, uh, not wearing masks. So it was somewhere. a little, I was a little... Really? I, think I didn't some, see anybody wearing I mean, masks. There were some attempts. I saw some attempts. Okay. Yeah. There were some things we saw that I think Stephen was sort of shocked by just because yeah. he didn't grow up in Southeast Texas. You're like, oh, yeah, okay. Yeah, oh, and it's like, mm -hmm. Not to get political, but it definitely is Trump country, <laughs> you know? Yeah. So um, we ended up uh leaving you know whatever happened the game was fun it was actually it was a lot fun. Of fun and taylor did great yeah. we were really proud of her and then we drove back and then i don't know when it happened like a week later yeah it was it was like a couple days later yeah the city of beaumont's like instagram Message account us. messaged us mm -hmm. and said we love your photo we want to pay you guys to make content to come like visit i don't remember how they said it like how would you guys want to come come spend the night and we'd treat you to like a day of seeing everything that Beaumont has to offer in exchange for some content, mm -hmm. which was so cool to me because, you know, we we make a lot of content. If you don't follow us on social media, you should. We make a lot of content between the podcast and YouTube and Instagram, but we don't get paid for it. So for somebody to be like, hey, here's. Here's some, some money some money to make this stuff. It was super exciting for us and also to represent Beaumont. And they really wanted to have, they're like, we want to show that, show people that this is a, um, a, um, 
inclusive. We, we want to show people this is an inclusive town and that we yeah, welcome we're anyone. Yeah, like the LGBTQAI so they want us to guide be, yeah, they to want Southeast to Texas. Put together an LGBTQ guide to Southeast Texas, which we are. It's going to be on our YouTube channel, so you make sure you stay tuned if you haven't subscribed there. And we're writing a blog about it too. And really, to me, Boma, you know, if you, as an outsider now, as an adult, I have a deeper appreciation for the history there than I did, of course, growing up there. But if you're driving from Houston to Louisiana and you want to stop somewhere, this is a great place to stop for like and stay like a couple nights because there's a lot to do. There's a lot of good food. Lots of good food. I mean, we ate so much. I think I gained probably between seven and ten pounds. I think so, too. In like two days. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not even kidding. I'm not kidding. I looked at a picture of myself like, whoa. <laughs> but the food is really good, and there is so much to do, and we did so much. Yeah, so yeah, go check out the blog if you want to see all the stuff we did, and check out our YouTube video. But on this podcast, I just wanted to kind of reflect about the experience, and like, what did you think of, well, having been in Texas now for over two months. Wait, let's, let's be clear. We've been here for... Three months. No. Yeah, we got here in August. It's only been like it's 10 It's now weeks. November. <laughs> wow. It's been like three months. It'll be three months. It's in that area. It's not two months. It's more than two months. It's, you I know. said over two months. Did you say over? Yeah. Okay. All right. You always correct me. I'm not correcting you. <laughs> <laughs> It's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper, a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver? I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. So, what was the question? Well, I don't know. I didn't get to finish it. Well, What's the it? question, Steven? Um, what was it like visiting Beaumont? Sure. Um, I think that it's interesting because I think you usually or have set it up to be like not that great of a place. And um, it's such a great small town. Like, it's not a small town. It's actually a small city, right? I wouldn't it's, say... I, would you let's call it a town or a city? Let's just be clear. I never really dog on Beaumont. No, that's true. That's true. I dog on Orange. That's fair. You do. So let's just be really clear. Yeah, no, you. that's true. I, but I just always think of, you know, I kind of like lump them in together. So I don't really know much about Beaumont and I didn't know much about it. But like, you know, basically like anything that I've ever heard about it was basically your childhood memories of like doing theater and like 
seeing some of the videos of you guys as kids and, um, you know, the infamous um, Brett Shuford video of he and his twin brother <laughs> and Brett saying, we're twins. Uh-huh. <laughs> so that's kind of what I think of Beaumont. Um, and, you know, I was truthfully, like, really blown away by how nice everyone was that we were around and how much there really was to do there. I mean, it seemed like uh, it, it, it seems like it should be a town where people are just kind of like not, there's nothing to do, right? Like you just go to school or you go to work and you go home, but there's like a real um, scene, a real culture there. Um, you know, of like a lot of arts, like they want arts to be happening. Um, and hopefully they will be soon, you know, when, you know, when the <laughs> pandemic ends. Um, but, you know, I, I think I was mostly blown away by the just just how friendly people were. And, um, you know, and I think that like seeing you get nostalgic or get sentimental, like makes me like kind of makes my heart break for you and I don't even know why but it makes me like oh. why? I don't know I just like like it makes me emotional when I see you kind of get like I can tell that like your wheels are turning the whole time we're there and like thinking about things and then part of me is like oh my god I wonder if he's like thinking about like bad memories or good memories and like you know and I know it's like a mixed bag because life is a mixed bag so I don't know. I like for some reason, like my heart like goes out to you and we're in like situations like that because and I would assume that maybe it, it does. Your heart goes out to me when we're in situations. But, you know, I mean, yeah, but we're in Pittsburgh and we're driving through Castle Shannon and you're like, that was the house. And I did this and that. And you have such like fun, like your memories are really positive of your childhood. Really? I don't remember you talking, telling me anything really negative about... Because I've blocked it all out. Is that what it is? No. Um, yeah, I mean, there, there's definitely, like, some negative stuff, but nothing, like, crazy. I feel like most of your negative memories came later, like, <gasps> like when you were a little older. Ew. Am I wrong? I don't know. No, I... <laughs> what? No, I don't think so. I think that I have some negative memories. Maybe I just choose not to bring them up all the time. <laughs> Maybe that's what it is. Because I don't feel like, you know, it wasn't horrible. I mean, I'm very lucky. I'm very privileged, uh, yeah. clearly. And, um, you know, but for me, there was so much struggle in my childhood because there was just, I was so uncomfortable. Right. I just never felt comfortable there. I never felt like I fit in. I never felt like I didn't fit in at home at all. No one was interested in any of the stuff I did. They they tried. They would try to be, and then they would just get bored, and I was, like, fully committed, and I would get made fun of because of that, you know? And there were no other kids around that, like, wanted to be on Broadway that I could talk to about it who, you know what I mean? And I was like, that's all I wanted to do. Right. And so I think I think you're right that there were a lot of times over the course of the two days, I didn't sleep very well. Yeah. I'd wake up at like 5 a.m. and my brain was just reliving all these memories of different things. Like I had this memory that 
popped in my head last night from sixth grade at Marsha Woody's School of Dance. I was getting a sip of water between, between classes, and this girl, Jackie Woolwine, whispered in my ear, Will you go with me? While I was getting and a sip of water. And what did you say? And I remember I stood up and I went, Go where? Go with you where? <laughs> I didn't know what that meant. Wait, how old were you? I was in sixth grade. What did she want you to do? I don't know. She, well, she wanted me to like go out with her. I don't know. It was. I remember. Do you being, like date people in sixth grade? I no. I wouldn't. But I mean, you do start to know. No, I mean, yeah, but like you're not like dating. Like my friend Ashley today told me her daughter just came out and she's in sixth grade. I'm really? lesbian. I was like, well, that's nice that she can do that. Like, we didn't have that luxury. Right. That's true. <laughs> um, and she's going to the same middle school that Ashton and I went to. So I was thinking about that. And I was thinking about, like, even just, like, going. We went to eat at this one restaurant that was in the shopping center where my mom and I would go grocery shopping. Mm. Oh, right. <clears throat> Excuse me. So then I had all these memories of, you know, Pulling into the parking lot and the station wagon and going and getting groceries with right. my mom. And like just like flashing back to my yeah. mom's haircut. Yeah, yeah. Like things like that. Yeah. That like I haven't thought about. And it makes you emotional, right? I don't I think I feel if it, it feels very reconciliation, like is that the word Recon, reconciliatory? I don't know. Anyway, I feel like I'm reconciling something by processing this. Mm-hmm. Like that I never really reconciled. That it was actually a good place. I didn't even know it was a good no, that place. You, not that you ever thought it wasn't. It wasn't. It's not a judgment. It's not right. a good or no, that's bad. That's what I mean. It's just that now I can go. I do feel sorry for that little boy. Like right. I feel sorry for that kid, but that's not who I am anymore. Right. And that's what I mean. It's like, oh, okay, I can kind of let go of any more residual resentments or frustrations I had from that time because I've moved on, and I'm and to see that city in new eyes. Yeah. Well, I mean, I think, so, I guess my question for you is, what did you, besides, like, the personal stuff, Mm. and we can get into that more if you want, but what did you learn in the last two days about Beaumont that you didn't know until this visit? Was there anything? I think my, I mean, it's hard to say that I learned something new about Beaumont as a city. I mean, I definitely understand a little bit more about, like, I know it was built on oil. That's clear. Mm-hmm. But I understand a little bit more about the, how that happened and, like, how it continues to thrive as a city because of oil, which is interesting to me. And I have a lot of big feelings, feelings about Thoughts. that Yeah, as somebody who cares about the environment. Um and I also have a lot of ideas of how to help it thrive, even as we continue to move away from fossil fuels. But because uh, I do think it's a great city with a lot of great history and a lot of potential. It yeah. has so much potential, the old architecture downtown. And, um, you know, but I think for me, what I realized is like, I, I think if we had never moved to Orange, I probably would have been so much happier. Mm. Like I liked Beaumont. Mm-hmm. I loved my friends there. I loved my childhood there. Like all my fond memories of my childhood were all in Beaumont. Mm-hmm. So to go back there feels really good. Mm-hmm. And 
but it also makes me like really mad that we moved to orange. Right. <laughs> <I'm> like, <laughs> and like orange isn't a, it's not the it's not the place, you know, it was just the experiences that I had at that time, but I definitely feel like Beaumont is trying to be more progressive. It feels more progressive than I certainly did when I was growing mm -hmm. up there. I'm sure the internet has something to do with that. But right. um, I was very impressed with how welcome we were. Yeah. And I didn't feel judged or I didn't feel like anybody was like, you know, how sometimes in Charleston someone would like, be nice to you, but you could feel like there was something else going on underneath the surface. Yeah. I didn't feel that at all. I didn't feel that at all either. And <laughs> you know, there's, there's like that whole bless your heart thing. Like, yeah, you love the sinner, but hate the sin. <laughs> yeah. You know, it's funny. I was just about to say something like, I was going to say, do you think that you felt that way because that's true? Or do you think you felt that way because like this past couple of days, or you think you felt that way because of who you are today. But then you just said the thing about Charleston. And yeah, I guess it, it's a little bit of both, right? It's because of right. we're super comfortable with who we are, obviously. Um, but like also the people were genuinely like super sweet and just so they welcoming were. and smart. Yeah, we met some really smart people. Smart. <laughs> and I also feel like, like, if I had had friends like that growing up there, it would have been a whole different experience. But what's interesting is coming back after 20 years right. and spending two solid days there. And it's a town that I've always identified with, like as my childhood. But I said to somebody today, I said, I think I spent most of my 20s trying to pretend I never grew up there. <laughs> I spent most of my 30s trying to accept that I grew up there mm -hmm. and here I am in my forties and I'm like living there. <laughs> like, how is that? How is that the reality of my life? It's just super weird. I know I felt like, cause I wasn't there today with you and I felt kind of weird leaving you there. I was like, Oh no, I hope he doesn't get like too. It's hard without you yeah. because you ground me in my life now. Mm hmm. But I feel like this trip is helping me not need that as much as I used to. Wait, you don't need me? Is it's that what you're what trying I to need. tell me? No. But like, I feel like I, I'm gaining my independence and my strength in the past of who I was. That's good. If that makes any sense. I mean, yeah, I think it does. I mean, it, it feels like whatever negative associations you have, you're able to kind of just like be around them and not let them take over, right? Is that right. kind of what you mean? Yeah. 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 I mean, so, that makes sense. Very, very, um, it was very nostalgic. I would love to get people visiting there. I think people should visit. I think that city really deserves a bit of a renaissance, but I was saying to, to the girls today that, that ran, that run the account there, I was like, I think the best thing that they could do is start, they have to start thinking forward. Mm-hmm. You know, just because it's known for oil right. doesn't mean that they have to like keep it, keep it that like you can right. keep the memory of that and you can keep no matter what we're going to need oil and yeah. it's going to be a thing. They're going to find other other gases or whatever to use. But like I was saying to them, this could be a startup town. This could be a town. There's all these old warehouses mm -hmm. where like 
if they built out the airport a little bit more and got some more airlines flying there and you could get startup businesses, it's, it's so affordable. And it's so you, cute. And it's super cute. And there's lots of, uh, there's you know, a lot of like typical, like old style bungalows on square lots there. You know, everything's really flat cause you're in Texas and it's like, just really cute. There's some really cute homes Yeah, there. it could be really great. It just needs more accessibility to the rest of the world. Yeah, for sure. I think that's the only thing. Because unless you drive through, it's like you're not going to really go there. Right. Right? I guess you're right. Yeah. Yeah. Because that's why we've been. But, you know, I think that if you want to go see a small town, and let's just be honest, and you'll, you'll learn this when you go watch our video and read the blog, Texas would not be Texas if it weren't for Beaumont. Uh, yeah, I think that's definitely what I learned. It's like, I mean, it's just really... The oil boom The oil Beaumont boom is huge. Is what made Texas, Texas. Yeah. It is one of the most important things, and it's, it's the only museum is, like, the size of our, like, of one block in Manhattan. It is really small. They got to build that out more. It's yeah. It just, should, it should be shining. It's, and well, it, not only that, they should have... Like to your like point, it's like they should make that museum maybe maybe bigger or not, but like they should have reasons to go there, like some sort of cool like coffee shop or some sort That's of like I, I like the cool workspace idea that you maybe co working space that overlooks the old western town. Yeah, you know what I mean with like glass that overlooks it. It'd be so cool. Mm -hmm. um, anyway, that's one of my ideas. Anyway. It's been a really fun, it was a really cool thing, very healing. I was really glad you got to experience it with me. Me too. I mean, even though you've been to Pittsburgh a lot and spent a lot of time there, I feel like you don't really know what it was like where I really grew up. In Pittsburgh? Yeah. Are you kidding me? <laughs> I lived there for three months. All right, I guess you're right. <laughs> Every time we drive past the Giant Eagle or the... What's the shop, shop and, save and save that you worked at? You're like, I worked there. To, I, we I, didn't. Well, let's be clear. <laughs> we don't really drive past it that often. It's only but sometimes. every time that we do, you're like, I worked at that shop and save. Yeah. Well, that's a big deal. I worked. I there. get it. We've gone to Beaumont like twice. More than twice. Maybe three, three, three times. times. <laughs> <laughs> All right. You're right. And I, but I'm really glad that I got to go. And it's just. You know, because I love you, and it's nice to see that, you know, that's, like, who you are. Like, that's where you were brought up, and, like, I don't know, just, it was nice to be there, and nice, mm. nice to see Texas. Yeah. What about you guys? Have you ever gone back to your hometown, and what's that like for you? Come leave us a comment on Instagram, or leave us a comment on the blog let us know like what it's like this is this is the world now we're all being revisited or revisiting these, yeah. our pasts because of the pandemic and spending time in your hometown and um and we'd love to know how you're thriving during this time and now we're going to move on to a section of our podcast that we call spotlight on love okay so this comes from mallory and she says I've returned to my small town after being away for three years, and while I love my job, I'm only 28 and single. Finding men to date here seems impossible. They're all either too busy or just want to hook up. What do you suggest to meet a man that I might find intellectually attractive as well as physically attractive 
while still trying to live in a small town? Hmm. This is a really hard question to answer right now, especially because of the pandemic. Um, so like, I guess like my normal answer would be church or, you know, some sort of library or like special events. Um, but I guess if it's a small town, maybe there are like some more social things happening. So maybe like outdoor things happening. <laughs> so I guess I would like kind of go to the next events where you know that there'll be like a younger crowd there and try and introduce yourself to like two people that you don't know who you might find sort of attractive. <laughs> is that bad advice? Well, I just have to, I just think like your question is intellectually and physically attractive. You're not always going to get both. That's not true. Not always. You can sometimes. But I think that your expectations have to be not lowered, but like, <laughs> you know, like your expectations need to be you need to be open because in a small town, you don't have as big of a selection. Mm -hmm. Not like living in New York city where like, there's just so many people. It's like, if you don't, you date one person, you don't like them. You can, you'll meet somebody else the next day. Um, but I think that most of the time, the question, I feel like we've answered this question before like this, yeah. but it's like, you got to think outside the box. Where is a place that someone who cares about their body or, you know, that you think would be physically attractive to you, where would they hang out that would also engage their mind? Yeah, like that's also like they're thinking the same way you would want them to think or that you think about certain ideas. Like there's like, always there, like, I was thinking like some sort of earth fair or like yeah, some I was sort thinking of like, like things like, like geocaching, geo like are there geocaching communities or like different things that are adventurous and not just like or is there like some sort bars. of like cowboy roundup or something <laughs> <laughs> or like like i was thinking today in beaumont we went to this art studio where all these artists rent space to to paint or sculpt or do whatever and then they pay like a monthly rent to be able to to make their art do they do events mm -hmm. like that would be cool go to those events and yeah. meet some artists who are like challenging the way people think or challenging the way they, they think you know i think the most important thing is to always be curious and just think outside the box because if you're just like looking on match.com or like some website yeah. you're you're limiting your possibilities but then also then i would also give you um a little bit of like fair warning you know remember it's a small town and don't get too crazy too quick with people yeah, because everyone will know everyone will know yeah that's a good point steven see see well we hope that helps you mallory and if you want to get love relationship family dating advice from our unqualified selves shoot us a message at broadwayhusbands.com or on instagram at broadwayhusbands yeah and we will talk to you in our next episode don't forget to love you love and love what you do
Hey, it's Leslie Odom Jr. here on the Broadway Podcast Network to tell you about the RISE Theatre Directory, a program of maestro music. RISE is a national online resource designed to connect and empower backstage and administrative and creative theatre professionals from underrepresented backgrounds. If you work or aspire to work in the theater community, this can help you find your next project. And if you hire theater professionals, search the RISE Theater Directory to find your next team. Create your profile now and get more information by visiting risetheater.org. That's theater with an R-E-R-I-S-E-T-H-E-A-T-R-E.org because only together we rise. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, We've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.